0: This is the Mad River Anthology, and I'm your host, Brent Jenkins. Tonight, it's all about Ubu Webb. Why Ubu? Ubu's gold. Ubu's pretty good. Ubu won't make you rich. You deserve Ubu. Ubu's a revelation. Ubu doesn't cost anything or make any money. Ubu is Kenny G, the other Kenny G, Kenny Goldsmith, who aspires to be the most boring poet in the world. He founded Ubu in 1996 and based it, bless his heart, on the gift economy. Ubu is where the poetry is. Jacques Lacan is on Ubu. Nick Cave, Ubu. Lynn Hagenian, Ubu. Beckett, Derrida, Cage, Ubu, Ubu, Ubu. The music for tonight's show, of course, comes from Ubu, specifically Aikumori, Mori, she of DNA fame with vocals by Catherine Jeannon. <music> Carolyn Bergvall speaks in accented English. She actually speaks four languages. In each of them, she has an accent. Uh, she was raised in multiple cities around the world, Paris, Oslo, Hamburg to name just a few, and she sort of brings that sensibility to her work. She does poetry as an experiment with language, and you can hear that in her work. The piece is called Flesh.
1: Flesh, according to St. Teresa of Avila. Do you suppose a person in perfect possession of her senses feels but little dismay at her soul being drawn above her, while sometimes, as we read, even the body rises with it? Things had been going rather well. Sex loot, caravans of push push, needy machines easy to please, piss about refillable, everything pruned, happy as shaved. Robbed a f- f- in it long enough to suck off thereafter the stakes we'd lying about. Jumps the surf with a start of the ace. Now caught in the grip of, hot and tired, always dig holes in every single pie and I had ate absent mindedly. Torn in the bell, heat kicks up spare heads. Some things knocking against the skin. Large, persistent box in the air, brutally pulled inwards. Got seizure, gong, concave. Flesh, according to Unica turn. As millions of blood corpuscles desert her, as the countless red spots of an allergy cover her body, she writes in her manuscript of an anemic. Someone walked inside me, crossing from one side to the other. Red falls a lot of ble. Bright deed, dead trance, who will carry the stuff spews out of the cave-in, having the outline of surface curved like the interior of a or sphere. What the doesn't exhaust itself on waste away on contact, engulfs the surfs being lifted up to the mouth of the rover. Banging under the skin. explosion heats flans, etc., catches gut cold on entering ribbit on the face of its nothing mind, leads to the most disturbing, the most profound apparitions, always a away from knowing which of the tears profusely the hoe the most. Flesh, according to Hannah Wiener. Over the hill is sometime my name, I was delivered from it. Reaching inside A, her body retrieves small elastic ups, Meat is carved all over the, her insides, bright weather days, pushing error for the sake of tea, secretes incessantly, pushing the boot a full corpse out of the my-her tackle, a mouth of V, draining anatom, looking around." Actively falling for, I was getting into bod, thinking this giving space my temp for the core du body, for the body of my cur, for the cur du corps du body, body. Another walking deep in the hole, such a great big earl of a hoe, sleep-wawa walking, l holds rare attentions to abandon. Flesh, according to Kathy Acker. I write in the dizziness that seizes that which is fed up with language, and attempts to escape through it the abyss named fiction. Who held girdles, wooed, held the contemplative to hand, that which I'd take for genuflections, I take to genuflecting, takes my by the takes me by the keel of a busts my hope and fans out like a muscle edible bivalve mollusk, a rest lies the premises, maddeningly live matter, feels no hate nor l. Go figures envisage a clear beach rucose ode defacement, entire circuits tripping on friction, a face slow ed right down, revs the grooves of gyration, comma, the stitching of thought, comma, the very temporary safety of skin. Astride lights, L keeps in mouth Regina.
2: Les
0: Anna Weiner is a very well renowned second generation New York poet, and she has a whole series of performances called street performances. She stitched uh, hundreds of pockets on the inside of this fur coat and she would uh, come up to unsuspecting people looking very much like a prostitute and open her coat and uh, say to them with a big smile, one should wear one's luggage. And uh, that seemed to me sort of particularly beautiful Hannah is getting a lot of attention in the press these days uh, even though she has uh, not been with us for some time I I think she you know draws interest and excitement because um, she had such a range of activity as a poet the excerpt is from a very very famous work of hers called the clairvoyant journals and that is a very interesting book because she was a schizophrenic, um, and uh, the illness did not really manifest until later in her life. But it became quite pronounced.
3: April 1974, clairvoyant journals. I see words. The capitals are read by Sharon Matlin. The underlines are read by Regina Beck. Myself. I begins. April Fool. Brave girl, Jana. A lot of favorite. soon. Shower. Skipping around today. Not loud. What to do? Getting ready it's to too leave. Too soon. Colorful. Doesn't like your t shirt. Oh, Hannah. Spacing on the typewriter. Big improvement. Shit. Isn't working. Go before Friday. Three months. Go. Wear a woolen shirt. Listen, this is crazy. Reese is going to hatha Yoga class at six. Is that? Go at six. Wrong, Charlemagne. Thought you were supposed No. No fun. To call. Happiness. Eat with Jana. Crazy page. Confused day. Sit still. Supposed. Too eager to get the message. Go to Third Street. Now. Tired. Go, Hannah. The loft. Reese is coming. Reese's conflict. Go at six o'clock. Why are you home for ten peaceful out. days with a present of got intentions sore throat she had bad through these go go soon donut and then leave outside which used to be an opposite you worry a lot thought the solution to palestine was to good grief fine jerry handkerchief sick or his party have a party go omit go breakfast no didn't yes fast go out Reese after it said go soon why won't it let you get out of here see half the lettuce crazy it's six o'clock see danger rain coming take an umbrella red go now at the door wrong direction a lot of around here wonder if Table. he'll call sure would like to eat with some. Someone or go to Connecticut. Call. Wake up. Janna, she's fasting. Can't eat with her. Day in conference. Of course, she's having a party. Who? Jana Fisher. See now, do not have a party. Without. Sell off horse. No deposit. See Neoli's name in air while talking to Jana. Eat out. Well, there's either tuna fish. Frego. or A frozen steak or shopping. With Charlemagne. Telephone. Scrambled eggs. Neoli calls. We're going out to eat. Brace your supper. Go to the galloping gourmet. You omit tries. No ballroom. Children. Call Joanne. It's Zachary's birthday. See outline of a child in the living room while. Puzzle. Talking to Joanne. Wrong. why Arakawa. Out with Neoli. A funny feeling about the gourmet didn't want to go there understand april it's closed eat it's spring come home go to the bathroom he calls says the looks toilet seat cover who is prono right front outside charming and white across three quarters of the march bowl. here pussycat don't admit nioli brought in the bed an upside down day we you didn't malcolm here puss do it now sleepy crazy day. wouldn't come on so why secure father dies go to bed jason epstein at right angles to the typewriter at random house where too hot call me Oli. not in the phone says eat for corduroys. didn't take the umbrella bad it's Negative. raining the next day call jim too, too late, late says the phone in thin black outline hang up danger in may Don't complain. Feel marv. April negative. Don't complain. Give a party. One more miracle. Not your party. No milk. Walked in last night after inviting Jerry Rothenberg to have a party here. Go home. After his reading. Look for clues. One more book. Go to a convention. One more bookcase or one more book. Got an invitation to a party from Iris. So maybe give a party to Iris. Give another. Trying to get in touch with Champagne. Predicate. No luck. Call Phil. His phone is busy. Call back. It's still busy. Ask the phone if it has the port address. Not information. It says gift. Where is my tea? Get off. Not with me. Get far out. Kathy said she felt she was prostituting herself, and she dreamt about... I dream follow the leader. She didn't want to follow the leader. She was supposed to drink 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 coffee. We exchanged dreams. Angry. Who is that? For the party, Jerry brought corned beef, valentine ale. His poems have... Survived. Cowboy into one more. Didn't. Don't forget. Mention survive, but every once. Stop Columbine. Says the phone. One more hour. Columbine. At two. two. I awoke. That word is so unfamiliar. Can't even spell it at one. Two o'clock. It's Raja it Who is Columbine? 411. 46. Says the typewriter. Call Joanne. And donuts. Go thirst. Thirst aft. Go to the door. Joanne is at home. Paper. Says the phone in a medium sized go. And donuts over the phone. Phil. That really kills donuts. Paper food, not Phil. Forgot the real clue. It said Joanne. On forehead and quilt color. Hurry. And the crazy quilt. Do not Oh, I'm a nut. I eat donuts. You believe? Reach Charlemagne. Bed. Go to grief. The corner of the quilt is hanging loose and has to be.
0: So this piece by Chris Coburn is actually an allied piece with much of tonight's reading in that to do with the body. And um, all of these poets, to some extent, most uh, particularly Hannah Wiener, deals very directly with the body, so that the poetry is really not necessarily linguistic. It's not necessarily, I mean, it's about language, but it's, the, it's language as given to us by a body in time and space. Um, So that's something that all of these pieces have in common. The idea is Chris Coburn celebrates his disability. Rather than hiding behind it or being ashamed of it, he celebrates it.
2: This is a poem by Thomas Salomon called There Are (coughs) Razz Uh, uh, I pour water from the galley (laughs) and miracle come. What what are you doing? Don't you see that it's finished, this old galley, Monika? You will never hold the rudder. And I look. It's true. Floating oars. No more pagaias. They removed our pateras, the bastards from Pula, who stole our little boards and my backaches. There are raspberries, raspberries, I say. We we come to Karlovak and we talk about playing hand to man with two centers or zone. And Guato has new sneakers, (laughs) and the lights are turned on, and each one has his number, and Skinko is a fantastic guard, and they take time out, but no one breaks into our zone, and all our baskets are without rim. But in the second half, Aunt Agatha comes and says, "Ooh." Ooh, how satisfied I am. And Aunt Leela L- L- comes and says, Ooh, ooh, how satisfied I am. And Olivieri comes and says, Ooh, ooh, how satisfied I am. Darren, Camerlengo, Sierra Pissarro, and they all walk up and down the stairs dance, dance, and sing. Ooh, ooh, how satisfied we are. And you, are you satisfied with yourself, they ask, when I throw the ball in bounds, and I reflect. Sure, I I, I am satisfied, sure I'm satisfied. Ooh, ooh, how satisfied I am. At the end, the journalists ask me, "Why did you lose the game?" There are raspberries. Raspberries, I say. It's called, called the chloral effect. I um I remember as a kid. I believe I was probably about nine. And I um, went to this speech pathologist and um, they put on headphones and you speak into a mic and they run it through a delay and it's about, I think around like 0.3 seconds. And um, I remember as a kid thinking it was strange and not sure what was gonna happen. But the second I spoke, and the second I heard my voice back, um, I was completely fluent, and I just talked and talked and talked and blah and um, and just talked and was fluent or fluent as um, speaking without inter- interruption. But I remember as a kid thinking, why um, are they trying to smooth out my vo- my voice? Like why? Is higher the emphasizing smooth as the um, why is that the emphasis? And, um, and much of it, um, as uh, much of speech pathology is. Learning tricks and techniques to smooth out your your voice, and um, I went through it. I'll be up until around I was 15. 15 and um, eventually stopped with just as much of a stutter as I started with. And what made me quit was um, I had bit, bit better things to do than try to smooth out my voice.
0: <laughs> this next piece features Kenny G who refers to himself as the other Kenny G Kenny Goldsmith who actually started Ubu uh, Webb in 1996 Kenny Goldsmith is himself uh, very much a sound poet his goal in poetry his desire is to be the most boring poet in the world and to that end he has engaged in poetic activities like typing out the New York Times from cover to cover Uh, he also did a great piece called fidget in which he used a dictaphone and recorded every thing that he did every activity every bodily activity every movement Everything that happened uh, in, in to him and in his body over a 24-hour period, and uh, it sounds like a classic uh, Kenny G kind of work, but I guess it had its darker side. It, it had it, actually a darker dimension, which is at at the at, at about the 20th hour point, he started to go insane. He started to go crazy, and uh, and the whole thing ended in a drunken sort of ramble. He had a breakdown, and. Uh, You know, um, so there are risks to engaging in avant-garde sound poetry activities and and in his attempt to be the most boring poet uh, in the world. Um, This piece is not very dark. This piece is is Kenny G singing Frederick Jameson. This is kind of the lighter side of Kenny G.
4: The debate about the end of history, assuming it's still on, seems to have driven us out of the memory of its very predecessor. The debate about the end of art, which was hotly pursued in the 60s, now some 30 years ago. It is strange to think both of these debates derive from Hegel. And reproduce a characteristic in turn in his thinking about history Or the form of his historical narrative if you prefer I trust we are by now far enough along In our consciousness about the narrative structure of historicity That we can forget about those hoary old chestnuts About the evils of totalitation or teleology At any rate, the excitement about the Fukuyama contribution welcomed as fully as much by a certain left as a certain right shows that... Hegel might not be as old fashioned as people used to think and say. Here I want to compare these highly suggestive and symptomatic debates and try to determine what comparison has to tell us about the historical conjecture in which we find ourselves. I have consistently argued over the last few years that conjecture is marked by a differentiation, a field such that economics has come to overlap with culture, that everything, including commodity production and high speculative finance, has become cultural, and culture has equally become profoundly economic, or commodity-oriented.
0: John Cage, probably one of the premier artists, musicians, poets of the 20th century uh, on anybody's uh, list of uh, great 20th century artists and thinkers. And the impressive thing about John Cage was that he was able to be artistic and poetic in so many genres he didn't limit himself to music uh, he was very involved in dance very involved in poetry very involved in music at at multiple levels i mean he was involved in electronic music he was involved in um, symphonic music involved in sound both music and poetry Um, So he left a legacy that we are still sort of reaping uh, today. And most of the poets actually on this show, um, I suspect, would probably acknowledge a huge debt to John Cage.
5: I'm reading from the last part of the first part of Muro. Muro is a made-up word, the first syllable of music and the second syllable of Thoreau. And the text... Is, a, is an eking determined mix of letters syllables words phrases and sentences from the journal of Thor they add to us wings maple? They will our oh, oh, they north month's song to the fifth The 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 a day's heard cuckoo. They boys chattering up 3 see see this the almost forgotten sound, sound, slumberous sound, so expanded being life off, but is heard distinctly throughout it still to the slower measure. And often, and often, and the spring light and exhilarating sound of which the echo is the best sort of glorifying going today. It to change its position sometimes. A loud crack on in this early breathing in the dawn, this, this breathing of chipbirds, sounds chipbirds' ear, how full the air of sound. They stood hearing wind and water, they look Right here, we hip you, hee hee he, hee hee hee. It was long before the jingle comes. I hear a robin singing before sunset. Song jingle comes up, soon to spring, ooh, we hear which will do. Well, this is facto, bitch it, chit, chal, chuchality, chu, bitch it, chit, chal, chuchality, chu, literally. The in end, our heard sweets frogs does the one god's breath also our virtue, its very precisely? he and heard last eye his son now on near it band here he hem squirrel He's on to down here here nine o'clock Heard the hooting of but that she has been elevated. To a day like this, and uttering a faint chip, mournful, martial, and effeminate, is dissolved as the sound of a far off glorious life, who, as though they dwelt in the depths, seem to be hushed to a slow music uh, that chiefly distinguishes this season. Which the murmur has agitated, who to a strange mad priestess, who in such bowling places, yea, but bellowing from time to time to thee, and the weep, and twittering, a day or two, uh, a day or two, by its course.
0: Christian Bach, uh, very young, uh, I think he's in his early 30s, entertaining um, poet and performer, actually. He is a young guy who has dedicated himself to reviving in a certain way, to keeping alive the tradition of sound poetry. So he is a professor at the University of Calgary in Canada, uh, and he mixes his academic activities with his poetic activities uh, in, in a very interesting way in that he can lecture on the history of avant-garde poetry uh, as well as perform some very, very outlandish, outrageous avant-garde uh, sound pieces. He has uh, written out long poems that are basically uh, only vocalizations. I mean, there aren't any words, they're just sounds. Uh, and Christian has, as I said, kind of dedicated himself to performing these and keeping them alive. Those pieces are on Ubuweb. Um, they're, um, you know, they're not for the faint of heart. In some ways, they're really, they're really experimental, uh, almost shockingly strange at first when you hear them. You can hardly believe that such a thing exists, and it's hard to describe. I mean, it's very difficult to. Um, appreciate what, say, 15 minutes of of, of, a a complete sound poem, how you hear it. But you can actually get a glimpse of what that's like by um, listening to Ubu Hubbub, which concludes the show.
5: Gluttonous kettle drum, cumbersome gummy bears of bourbon, ooh, boo, juju, bungee jump, dung beetle, jumbo jets, a jamboree of wombats, jabberwock, lumberjack, jelly beans of Belgium. Ooh, boo, bamboo, zombie god bombardier, ass, bazooka, boof, kazoo, kazoo, hey, he couldn't eat No poop, no, 'cause he go berserk Ooh, boo, Buddha, Uberman, Trubanar,
1: Obie's oh, oboe,
5: bells above, booby trap! scuba gear, juggernaut of bag bag
2: off. Hey.
0: You've been listening to selections from Ubu Web. This is the Mad River Anthology. I'm Brent Jenkins. A reminder that Poets and Writers' performance at College of the Redwoods for this semester will be on Friday, May 2nd, in Forum Building 100, with a reception at 6 p.m. and the performance beginning at 6.30 p.m. If you have questions or comments about this program, you can call our listener comment line at 826-6089. The Mad River Anthology airs the second and fourth Sundays of the month at 10.05 p.m. and is produced for KHSU at Humboldt State University.